1: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her intolerance. Oh, are
0: we? No. <laughs> well, you know, it's a very important thing to talk about because no one's really talking about it.
1: No, one is, no one's talking about tolerance these this days. This is
0: like, <sighs> this is the number one way to tell if someone is a flatterer and a completely full of it. is if they start their statement by I just wanted to be honest because nobody's really talking about this today and then they say the The thing the top five things that nobody will shut up about
1: that everyone is talking about you know what
0: nobody's really talking about mental Mental health these days (laughs) so I wanted to come on here and talk about my own mental health and it's like there is no stigma around mental health anymore no No. there should be more of a stigma (laughs)
1: I, we did say, or maybe I said something a couple weeks ago, months ago, I don't know, but I just want to clarify it real quick while we're on the topic. My name's Summer. Um, oh yeah, I'm Joy. And that's, that's Joy. You guys know us. And we're here Hopefully. with each other. And if this is your first time, you should get out because this is not going to go well. Um,
0: <laughs> well, we started strong. That's all I can say.
1: We are an all-inclusive, <laughs> we're very exclusive podcast. If you've never been here before... We don't want any new listener. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I said something to the effect of like, if you just like got, if you were an alien that came to the planet and like you just got on social media, particularly like Instagram, TikTok, the things that the young kids are using, you would probably discover that you're autistic or you have some sort of mental illness. Uh And what I... What I wasn't saying was that autism doesn't exist and isn't real and no one's autistic. Oh, yeah. What I was saying is that if you watch enough videos, you will find out that you you will self-diagnose yourself with something by the end of the week. The alien would self-diagnose. The alien would be like, I have. I thought you
0: were going to clarify that we don't believe in aliens.
1: (laughs) Do no, we?
0: there's been some stuff. I there's Do been we things, not? Do we there's not? been things I've said too that when I like left the table, I was like, oh, someone is going to be like they don't think autism is real or Joy doesn't think autism.
1: No, autism that's no, is that's very far from real. Autism is real. I think there are
0: plenty of diagnosable disorders. I think there are totally. plenty of. I think that um, yes, for all the emotional and spiritual things we feel, many times there are physiological responses and things like that i think we have as a culture have gone way overboard and i think you should not trust anyone who doesn't believe in sin to tell you what's wrong with you
1: yes and i I just think i see all the time women that are like i just discovered that i have this ailment and i just discovered that i have this well just so you know that's that's one
0: of the latest most popular like that's one of the latest popular diagnoses for a while it was adhd now it's like it's Later diagnosed autism in women. Yes. Because there's this whole list of, of reasons why it presents differently in men and women. And, and so now there's a bunch of women that are just, are like, uh, yeah.
1: Discovering that they have autism late in life. And it's like, I'm sure that that, I'm sure that that happens. I'm positive that that is legitimate sometimes, but what I was, that was not what I was discussing. What I was referring to was just how, It must be so confusing. If you're a young person on TikTok, you know, you get on there and it's like, I do this thing with my hands. And that's how I discovered I was autistic. And it's like...
0: I I know, I know multiple strong, faithful believers that have had to work their way through an autism diagnosis of their kids. Yeah. Like, and it's, but it's something you have to work through. It's something you need to, like... it's hard. I'm not saying yes. it's not hard and I'm not saying that that it doesn't exist. Um, I also right. believe that I think that there's a diversity in in people much more than we even think or know. Yes. Um, I think that a lot of people are very different from each other and that are what we would consider to be like the normal brain is based a lot of times off of like evolutionary science. And and so, yeah, so I th- yeah. Anyway, wow. Well, that's a.
1: We really. I'm just... glad you brought
0: it up, though, because I do feel, I um, I don't feel bad for what I said, but I right. wouldn't want to be confusing as to whether no. or not. Yeah. Right.
1: We believe that's a thing. Right. It's totally a thing, and many people suffer from it or do just fine with it, depending. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. On your situation, but yeah, I just think. I just want to clarify that, uh, I do think it's super dangerous and, uh, super popular to self-diagnose based on things that you've read on the internet. And I would not recommend doing that. Um, I also
0: think it's offensive, um, to try to get your kid an autism diagnosis if you don't like it's well not back, backtrack. It's offensive to insinuate that your child is autistic just because of like behavioral problems that you're not willing to discipline when other people really are struggling to really deal with legitimate diagnosis. And, and yeah, I think that's offensive. I think that's really offensive. I don't think what I said was offensive. I think that's offensive. Uh, So anyway,
1: (laughs) Welcome to Sheologians. <laughs> we, um, we need your support if you would like to support us. believe Did we it. do those things in reverse order? <laughs> believe it or not, we need your support. <laughs> you can do that at Sheologians.com or at patreon.com slash Sheologians. At patreon.com slash sheelogens, we uh, host a book club on Wednesday afternoons. Go there to get more information. We're um, picking a book, a yeah. new book. Yeah, probably by the time you guys were listening to this. right? Yep. So go to patreon.com slash Theologians
0: If you've always wanted to do book club. Well, when are they hearing this? I don't know. I'm so sorry. I just made it confusing. January
1: 30th, I think. We'll let you guys know. They'll know. If you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, They'll know. Do by it. Then. Do it. Um, it's just another hour with us, which might sound like torture. or might sound like a great time. Well, we try. <laughs> we
0: try to pick books that we feel like
1: will bless you. Yeah and ourselves Precisely. as we read them <laughs> um so anyway here we are um you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475 i do keep up with your voicemails and they are you guys are really encouraging they're so encouraging um there are people out there this is actually terrifying there are people out there who uh they just discovered us recently and they work their way through our entire catalog. Oh, oh. Mm. And mm. the voicemails are like, I feel like I like what they're doing is they're watching five, six years of our life. Listening to five, six years of our life. Right. Happen very quickly. Yes. Like we got married and we had babies and
0: we yeah. did do, do, do. And well, or even just sometimes <laughs> I just think about where we started. This oh man oh this phrase I don't like this phrase but hopefully I can explain it and you'll know what I mean yeah but just like finding when you do a podcast that you would hope would be entertaining for other people to listen to or educational for them Mm -hmm. to listen to or edify whatever kind of podcast you have uh huh you find your any sort of artistic creative endeavor where you're creating and producing something you have to find your voice you have to find your thing you have to find what works and and generally you can't force those things and we kind of always knew that going into it and knowing that like we'll try things that it's like that felt like we're not doing that again that was really just not natural and um Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and yeah so just i feel like that wasn't Mm -hmm. i um I, some of those early episodes, I'm just like, we didn't, we just didn't have that. We didn't know what know. we're doing yet. Yeah. yeah.
1: We didn't really know what we we're doing yet until we started talking about feminism.
0: Right. I think. Um, and then we kind of, we, well, it's hard to, like, we already had a friendship naturally. Right. But there's also the tendency when you get on, like in front of a microphone mm-hmm. to just be like, hello, how are you doing? And I think we did that for a while, too. Did we? Oh, no. Um, which is probably where our episodes were, like, 15 minutes when we first started. Probably. And some people are like, well, you didn't used to chat? Can we go back to that? We, yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. I, I like. we s- could have skipped that whole thing you just listened. We just had to listen to.
1: <laughs> I think the biggest blessing to me was when I was able to start thinking of Sheologians as... I just go talk to my friend about stuff that we would talk about anyway. Right, we right. would be talking about this anyway. Right. And so that's kind of, and it's like feminist of the week is
0: like, that's an article you would have shared on Twitter anyway.
1: It's something I was... This is <laughs> like, all something just, I would have been talking about anyway. Right. And so that... And it just, like, makes it super fun. And then it's been just a blessing to find out that, like, other people would want to hear about this thing that we're talking about anyway. Yeah, for sure. Um. So anyway, this is this is where we're at. Um, this I, is what we do. Yeah. I, um... Did I tell you that what i've been doing lately is that um ransom he wants to nurse for hours before he goes to bed for the night hours that was georgia too hours and i only have the
0: one so i'm like kid there are kids that don't just want to be nursing
1: all the time just hours i'm like what (laughs) And, you know, my 10 cents is if he wants to nurse for hours and hours and hours and then sleep a really good long stretch, then then, son, come on, come on over. I will sit here with you in the dark for hours. Read a Kindle book. Well, that's exactly what I started doing was I was like when he started doing these marathon nursing sessions and his sleep at night. Between the, like, 7 and 11... Between, like, 7 and 11, he just wants to nurse, whatever. And I'll sit there with him in the dark, whatever. And I was like, you know, I should redeem the time. Mm -hmm. I started... I put headphones on when this started first happening. I was like, I'm going to bring my headphones in. I'll listen to music. It'll be nice. It'll be relaxing. That was awful because what I started doing was listening to nostalgic music like um, Jeff Moore in the distance okay and uh, I don't know if you grew up with Jeff Moore in the distance this is kind of niche 90s mm. Christian music but like okay he has songs like about his grandma praying over him and I'm just like sitting in the dark crying my eyes out <laughs> like I'm gonna pray this for my children and I was like okay this isn't <laughs> You know, I'm listening to like beautiful moving music and like holding my baby. And I'm just like, (laughs) you know, okay. (laughs) A little too much. Not going to do that anymore. Maybe like
0: one (laughs) out of the seven nights a week. But every night, that's a lot.
1: Too too much. That's a lot. Too much. So then I was like, maybe I'll just like watch something with my headphones, but it's like too bright. It like makes Uh him wakes him up, whatever. So I was like, I'm going to read. I'm going to read. But here's Mm. the thing is I'm sitting in the dark. Yeah. And if I'm reading something slow, I'm just going to fall asleep. That's dangerous. Can't do that. So anyway, all I have to say, what's happening is I'm telling people like, oh, in the last two weeks, I've read like three books. Mm -hmm. And they're like, oh, tell me about them. And they're so bad. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't want to share because it's like I have to read... Listen, I'm not reading Great Expectations. I'm not reading Pride and Prejudice Mm -hmm. at 1030 at night in the pitch black and I'm exhausted. And I'm just trying to like stay awake. You have to read
0: what will capture you someone And like the blue light of the screen probably helps a little bit but
1: no i turn all that off i have my screen so that it's all like dark and it's okay. the, it does that i have it on night shift okay. so it's not like you know right and then i've got my blue light blocking glasses so the mood the mood here is sleepy right so this has to be like agatha christie like someone just died who did it you know right. and it's got to pull me Right, compelling. It has to be compelling
0: if you're falling asleep, one
1: paragraph in, this is not the book, okay. We're talking like born identity, like, what's going on? And <laughs> you know, it's not a good movie, but you're gonna finish it. <laughs> like you don't like Agatha Christie, even that's too slow. Like I'm saying, like well, yeah, I, what I'm saying is I'm reading popcorn novels, okay, okay. This is not steak. Kay. We're not eating buttery steak, right. Because buttery steak, I'm going to sleep. This
0: is like Marvel. This Marvel is movies. this is Marvel movie yeah. book
1: reading yeah. time. Um, And so I almost don't want to tell people how much I'm reading because they're like, what is it? What are you reading? Yeah. Which is the natural question. Right. Um, It's Jeff Moore in the distance. All right. I'm crying. Like, this is not road trip music. Like, this right. is not a symphony. It's, right. it's I'm just trying to get through the three hours right. of sitting in the dark with the baby. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway um am i proud of the three novels i've read so far no (laughs) um do they count towards my total page reading for the year yes yes
0: i mean yes so leave leave me alone
1: is what i'm saying
0: yeah sometimes too (laughs) it's just like now there's so much garbage out there too even this is even movies like i um I feel like I can't even, I feel like I could talk critically about a movie Uh for maybe like an hour with someone, Mm -hmm. but I don't feel like I've seen a lot recently that I would just like recommend face value.
1: Oh no, I did watch something I wrote and I don't remember it. What was it?
0: Oh, it was so good. See, and the thing is I watched something that I kind of enjoyed the other night, but I'm like, I can't tell you guys. I can't even recommend it. Um and even that oh man that's so cryptic doesn't that just make you want to know yeah
1: that's terrible
0: why are we doing this to them I know (laughs) no
1: listen someone she's probably a listener so sorry um someone (laughs) posted the other day I almost commented but I was like "Mm, I'm the loser here but she finished reading like a Charles Dickens novel okay like it was like a Tale of Two Cities Uh or something and the words she used to describe it were like. Riveting, couldn't put it down, (laughs) life changing, pulled me in. And I'm thinking like, is there something wrong with me? Because I'm pretty sure if I sat down to read (laughs) Charles Dickens right now. Any Charles Dickens Riveting is not what would happen. Right. I would not be riveted. Right. I would have to really work and it could be the season of life that we're in. Yeah. Whatever. But moral of the story is props, mad props to her. I wish that was what I was reading at 1030 at night, but I would be asleep if I was trying to read Charles Dickens.
0: Right. I think you're right. It's probably a seasonal thing. And I do think I do think it's good to like challenge yourself in that way. It's, oh, yeah. It's just like eating. I do. Like you'll become boring if you never expose yourself to something that you think you might not like.
1: It can't all be chicken nuggets. Right. But you should eat a chicken. You should be humble enough to eat a chicken nugget. Right. Yes. Yes.
0: Um But yeah, you know, there's just a balance. But there are things that... Yeah, I have... Like, there's some... Yeah, man, I totally get that. Like, if I'm even the slightest bit tired. Forget it. Um, It has to
1: be so exciting. I have to be so curious what's on the next page or I ain't turning it. Yeah, no, my...
0: And my husband could totally attest to... Just even with movies. Like, if I am not just captured instantly, I can't even... You guys... Oh. Since I was pregnant with Georgia, I don't even uh, maybe <laughs> I have maybe watched less than 20 movies <laughs> fully, like at night before we go to bed. I mean, now if it like if I went forget to a it. theater or something like that, that would be different or forget it, you know, but like, yeah, I can't, I just can't make it. Uh-uh. I'm just too,
1: I'm too tired, too that. tired.
0: It has to grab you. I know, and there's a lot of garbage to sift through out there. There really is, yeah. Especially if you're like, mm-hmm. if you're down to read like some fiction.
1: Yeah. It's hard. It's hard to, there's so, the market's so saturated that I have to, what I have to do is go find recommendations from reviewers that I trust. Right. Before I'll bother. Right. And then I'll just download a sample before I'll buy because. And then, you know,
0: there's good like authors. It's like, there's I know authors, I like this author. Yeah, so, this will probably be yeah. good.
1: Um, yeah. But yeah, I definitely, my kids have been like, how many books did you get through today? (laughs) They think I'm just like so magical. Like you're just flying through them. and I'm like, you don't understand what's happening. (laughs) But also if you had to sit and read for two and a half hours a day, you would, you would fly through books too.
0: Yeah. I know some people do spend. And I know, I just know like I'm not a research scientist or anything but i'm certain that's better for your brain than Mm -hmm. just like looking at social media for two and a half hours Mm -hmm. so
1: yeah (laughs) well the first thing i did was i found this um i found this account that um called the cultural tutor okay and he just is an art and history culture teacher Mm -hmm. and then i read his entire database and like was really studying art history for a minute, uh-huh. and then I got to the bottom of that, and then I had to move on. Yeah, but yeah, I was like, I can't. Well, just yeah, it has to be Twitter. captivating.
0: So once you're done with art history, it's like, okay, we got to find the next thing that is We're keeping on. me awake in the yeah. middle of the night. Okay, for sure.
1: Anyway, well, now that we've discussed that, and I have no books to recommend, <laughs> and I have no
0: movie. No oh, movies. We, we just alluded to the things we <laughs> read slash watched.
1: No recommends okay anyway um <laughs> we, we do we, rec- we still recommend reading how about that i recommend reading go read a book go read a book if you can read a tale of two cities and find Seriously, it riveting yeah.
0: read read dickens if you can read whatever summer's reading if
1: you can you'll you won't know what it is enjoy but... you won't know <laughs> you'll know because they will be like it was this this is what she said <laughs> This is what she The born identity I see This is what she was Talking about (laughs) All right, you can leave Us a voicemail 470-465-0475 I use Rod and Staff As my homeschool curriculum Still waiting on them To give me a call Anyway um, Call us Rod
0: (laughs) It's so funny Because every time You say Rod and Staff Obviously I know What Rod and Staff is But it just sounds like Kind of like a chic Like downtown boutique (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or it's yeah it's
1: two people one's named rod one named staff i just got i love rod and staff this is i don't get paid for this i love rod and staff maybe one day maybe i should but anyway if i our, think if I our should. opening
0: conversation didn't give you some ideas to why we don't we're not just like br- to the brim with sponsors
1: <laughs> just wait until my feminist of the week <laughs> people are not going to be talking to me after this one <laughs> Oh, man. Anyway, um, I don't care. Uh, I got the, I think, third grade reading curriculum for Clementine. And it is... Listen, this reading curriculum is going to make Clementine... None of y'all are going to be able to win against her in Bible trivia after this. Like, none y'all. Okay? Because it is a walkthrough, like from david to the end of the new testament i'm sorry old testament like just the history she's she today she was like telling me who ahasrael is uh-huh. and uh, rehoboam oh wow that sounds like and, something we
0: should maybe a few of us should be picking up
1: i mean by the time she finishes this reading curriculum i am gonna like sign her up for some bible trivia competitions or something because she is going to win um I love this curriculum so much. And as she's learning all this, it's she's learning how to read critically. So I
0: just. It's a combination of things. Wonderful.
1: It's Bible history. It's reading. And this is why school
0: does not need to be done for eight hours a day. It does not. But you know,
1: it does not anyway. So I love it again. You might hate it. It might be a terrible option for your kids. For me and mine. It's great. Wonderful. Moral of the story. Okay. (laughs) Um, so, yeah, I, this topic, I have been thinking about this because, well, um, I don't know if you guys know, but I had a baby just not a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> he's really cute. He, um, he
0: still is. He's every time I see him, he's just he's so cute. chookier he's... and more expressive and just like, oh, he's looking at so, you. Oh, and... he
1: studies us. He sucks on his fingers and stares holes through. And like I see him like looking at like my eyes and then he's studying my nose and then he's looking at my lips and then he's checking out my forehead. And like he's just like taking it all in, taking it all. And it's just wonderful. And he's adorable. But anyway, um, you're really
0: watching something pretty amazing happen in this moment. You can
1: like see the connections happening in his brain. And it's really cool. It's this unique thing
0: that like to some extent happens for all of us. Like we all, we're all at different levels and, but like we all yep. figure it out. We all become aware of ourselves and, and like, there's my mom and my mom yeah. is not
1: me. Yeah. And it's so like,
0: cool. All the work that you have to, your brain has to do in yeah. the beginning is just. His
1: head is massive masterful. compared to his body. <laughs> yeah. Clearly there's a lot going on there. <laughs> Clearly. I
0: mean, it's I hear that. I, have, I definitely have a upper percentile head size <laughs> child.
1: So much going I on I bought a there. hat
0: for her yeah. last year. I'm like, oh, it's size three to five. Like, I won't have to buy a hat for years. No. No. The hat's <laughs> too small. That is too small. That's
1: my problem with, <laughs> with headbands, is they all squeeze my head. Right. And it's so uncomfortable. It's your enormous brain. It's my <laughs> yay me (laughs) my mental health is great because there's a lot of it (laughs) a lot of mental here right (laughs) very healthy (laughs) anyway um so as i have you know when you add a new person into your family it changes the dynamic of everything like and I know some of us have gone through that more than others, but it's like when you go from even if you don't have kids, you can relate to being single and then being married. Yeah. You've added a person. Changes mm-hmm. the dynamic. Yeah. Then if you have kids, you've added a person. It changes the dynamic. And every subsequent kid, it changes the dynamic and um it changes your you know, when you have a baby, I think in particular, it really changes the cadence of your days. It changes. I mean, your day changes quite a bit. Yeah. And so... Regularly. Frequently. All the time. And um, something I've really kind of been uh, going through sounds like a struggle, but experiencing the last several months or trying to really hone in on is... What does it mean to just be really good at, to excel at what is in front of me today? And how do I pursue the simple things in an excellent way? And so I think a lot of, because that's all I, that's all I can do right now is really this, the bare simple things. Um, You know, in this season, when I have, four kids and a baby Um, I'm probably I'm not you're not going to catch me out a lot yeah that's not the season that I'm in that's right. not the season that my kids are in that's just this that's not where Certainly we're at
0: not like just like hop in the car for a last minute whatever
1: vacation to we're yeah. going to California today right. or you know um and even I could just see as my kids getting older more evangelism opportunities and things outside of the house but um I really think that right now what I'm meant to be doing is uh, working on the things that are right in front of me. And obviously, as women, we believe, you know, that your first priority ought to be your people. Um, We would not say it's appropriate for a mom that has kids to, uh, you know, move to Africa uh, for half the year to help some other people's people right that would not be what god is calling a mom with five young kids too right um and so i think a lot of times women they're like what is for me what what should i be doing right and what i tell my daughters is and my sons um you actually know what you should be doing just by looking around you and seeing where God has placed you. Your assignment is actually extremely clear. Um, And I think a lot of us make it extremely complicated. We don't want it to be as clear as it is. We want it to be something else. So what is clear for me in my life right now is, well, I have four kids and a baby and a husband. That's my first
0: Priority.
1: And a dog and a tortoise. And a dog and a tortoise. But <laughs> we've we've got my first priority. Mm-hmm. Like this, the, here here's what my hands are going to be busy with today. And I think a, a goal of mine is okay. Once I have managed that well, what is the next step outwards that I can also mm-hmm. and uh, be working in and busy in? And I think that the next step outwards would be my church. So what is going on in my church that I can bless or try to be involved in or whatever there in the church? Does somebody
0: need something?
1: Is it, you know, am I going to be helping with the meals ministry? And so right now for me, that's, well, I'm here doing Sheologians and I help with the co-op, our church. Those are kind of the two things that... I can do those while also meeting the needs at home, mm-hmm. and is a, do I have to stretch sometimes for those? Yeah, yeah. but I think it's a good it's good. To tr- good. It's good to stretch. Mm-hmm. It's okay to stretch. Yep. Um, sometimes you don't know what too much is until, until you have a really
0: <laughs> long day where you have to right. ask forgiveness at the end and be like, "Hey, I probably overdid it today," mm-hmm. and then some things ended up falling to the wayside that shouldn't have. Right. You know,
1: but I do, I I think that we miss our mission. We miss our mark when we don't look at where God has placed us for our directions on what to do. And I think we, one reason that our current Christian culture, I think many women are confused about what they ought to be doing or maybe feel insecure about how they spend their time. Um, is because they overcomplicate it. Like it's really actually not that complex to look around and go, what should I be doing? Mm-hmm. And I suggested a couple of weeks ago is somewhere in writing that maybe if you're not sure what you should get done today, you should ask your husband. And a lot of women had a really negative reaction to that. My husband doesn't have to tell me what to do or, you know, my husband, you know, maybe he can do some things or, you know, why doesn't he trust you to know what that wasn't all of those responses. I I cannot
0: tell you how many times I have heard heard a story of a frazzled mom (laughs) go to her husband and he says, do less, do
1: less. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's not going to work. Okay, anyway. I'm like still
1: trying to. <laughs> <laughs> what you all just missed <laughs> was that I have a nursing cover on, and but then I put it on and then my headphones, and I thought about taking it off, yeah. but I'd have to take my headphones so off. So then we were both trying to figure out how she could, could get I take it, it off. off but without no. taking my no, headphones? because eventually,
0: at the very best, you'd get it onto the table, and even then there's still a
1: cord. I'm just going to wear it. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um... <laughs> The point of me saying, you know, maybe if you are feeling overwhelmed or if you're just not sure what the best use of your time is, like, I think of a husband and a wife as a team on a mission together. And it's actually good to check in with your spouse and take direction. (laughs) I
0: mean, if that was unpopular, wait till you hear what I have to say, (laughs) which is that like you are on a mission together, but primarily you're on your husband's mission so, so this isn't really even a equal 50 50 mission so it would kind of be like being outraged if you were at work being like well did you ask your boss what he wants you to do right and that would just be silly for you to be like well no i just kind of like do
1: whatever i think needs done every day and i've never bothered to ask <laughs> What like what
0: the expectations are. Right. Like if he's
1: the leader of the home, you should have some idea of what he wants to be happening right. here. If you've never, you know, it'd be like if just every day I was homeschooling my kids and then like four years in, I was like, hey, babe, like, um, do you think we should homeschool? Like, <laughs> I should have some idea. (laughs) I should have some idea that we're on the same page. But like you said, a lot of times I think because there's so many good things that women can put their hands to, and there's so many options, there's so many ways that you can creatively do this or that. um, I think men can, I think husbands, a lot of times godly husbands will have really great insight. And hopefully because they know their wife right they hopefully
0: you know well it's at the very least it's going to start a conversation like if what your husband recommends just doesn't work that at least opens up you having this conversation about about like yeah well actually you know like so this is how i was running this this and this um and i i picked that because I didn't think this would work and this. Yeah. And, you know, just, and there might be
1: tools that he needs to be providing you with that. He's not because you guys just haven't talked about it. It right. just hasn't been something that he's even aware of. He doesn't, right. he hasn't even had the chance to think to provide this thing for you because you haven't, Talk to him about it. Or maybe you didn't know,
0: but you figured it out and then you just you have to communicate that when you
1: figure it out. (laughs) Right. But I think a lot of times what women do instead is we see what other women are doing on Instagram or whatever else social media or TV or whatever we're taking in and we think, well, that's what I should be doing. That's the best thing to do. Um, and a lot of times I think it's really complex and silly and misses the mark and when I started realizing how vulnerable we are all are to this is um, last year or two years ago when I started working out with our friend and I'm not gonna let me, let me just, I'm not gonna um, brag about her on our show cause she would hate that. But what I will say is she's worked with professional athletes. Mm-hmm. So, Professional athletes. She climbed Mount Kilimanjaro. Well, she did do that.
0: <laughs> she did do that. And she trained for that. She trained she for that. Did, just in case you guys were
1: wondering. You have to train for that. You can't just like do that. <laughs> you can't just be like today. <laughs> Professional athletes want to work with her. And that's what I'm going to say about her. Yep. She knows what she's talking about is what I'm going to say mm-hmm. and I had the blessing of spending all this time with her at the gym and getting to learn so many things. She's very 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 well informed about how the physical body works and how yes. best to train it. And um I would see these things online uh and I'd be like, "What do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think about this?" And I would bring it to her because yeah. she knows. She knows. Right. Um and what I really loved, because she loves the Lord and because she's a Christian and she has a Christian worldview when it comes to physical training, too, mm-hmm. is she the girl. She's not a girl. The woman, the lady. All right. Mm-hmm. She would buy what standard me. She would she would ask me. She would, she would never she would be like, well, why do you think that would work? By what standard? She would like, what do you think the Bible would say? And I was like, What do you mean? What do you mean? I just asked you about a split squat. I don't know. Like I just asked you about this kettlebell hold. Like, I don't know. What do you mean? What would the Bible? She'd be like, well, what's the point in doing that? What muscle is that working? Are you already working that muscle? Would you need to work that muscle? What do you think you're, what do you think we're doing this for? Why would you need to add that into your routine? And then she started talking to me about how like when Paul was shipwrecked and he had to like build this and that, he was like, you don't think he could like bend over and pick things up when he'd been shipwrecked on an island and had to like build his way out of there? Do you think he ever did that? What kind of cardio you think he was doing? He was capable of. <laughs> she's like, she's I mean, like man, taking wow. me. She's like taking me to the Book of Acts and like by what standarding me? And what I really, really loved. So what you're saying is I need to get
0: shipwrecked. <laughs> I need to get on a boat. No. Drive into a storm <laughs> and hope I land on an island.
1: And then that's how I'll become healthy. That's how you, right? Be- yes.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Yes. <laughs> but what I loved and what I learned from her through that, through thinking through how we use our bodies, what we use them for, why are we training that muscle, how do you best train a muscle, what do you know about these things, um was that the simple thing that was right in front of you was always best, and there was no Instagram. Influencer workout that could top the simple faithfulness of training something over and over and over and over through little faithfulnesses Mm -hmm. and uh, the model for how we grow spiritually, which is doing really doing the same thing over and over and over and over as it progressively gets more and more difficult is the same way that you train your physical body you do the same movement over and over and over and over and make it progressively more difficult and it strengthens that muscle and it's it's really is the reason paul uses you know the metaphors of athleticism and disciplining your physical body and how that feeds into your spiritual body is they really do work the same way. Um, and it is good to train your physical body, but even better to train your, sp- your spirit. Yeah. Um, And so I don't know. I just, I've been thinking a lot about what does it mean to every day seek to get better and better at the simple things that were put in front of you and to be content with that. Yeah, To genuinely be content with that thing that's been put in front of you instead of constantly reaching um, for the new and the exciting and the this and the that. And I think that's one reason why I've really been enjoying just learning how to get good at sourdough lately is it's like I saw how much my family liked it and Mm -hmm. I was like, that's my clue. Like here's my clue is that my kids love when I do this. They love it and it's actually enjoyable. And so it's like, that's that is a a fork in the road that has a clear like hey go this direction right. flag right. waving over here is like this is a simple thing um that I ought to be doing and then you know it's the same thing with uh you know nursing my baby for hours a night is it's like hey this is what he wants to do and then you get a really this long This is where you're at. This is it. Like you
0: are forced here physically. Yeah. Literally. And I mean, you're not being like forced against your will. <laughs> right. But it's like the natural ebb of my day leads me here to this gliding chair <laughs> for hours and hours and
1: hours. And so it's like, how do you and so why how do I, I trying make the best to of that? accomplish
0: things outside when the ebb of my day leads me to this gliding chair? But we like, so
1: often want to do that. We want it to be something else. We want it. You know, we want it to look like something else. We want it to why can't I be outside? You know, or
0: we want, we want the results of the natural little day to day movements
1: without doing the instantly. natural. Yeah.
0: We want them instantly. Or like you said, I think that there is a um, influencing factor of social media and even just not just influencers, but your friends, people around you, your family um, giving a lot of advice and kind of, you know, just like lots of different ways to accomplish Mm -hmm. a goal that you're trying to reach Mm -hmm. um and i think that uh uh, what that can lead to is a lot of planning to do things or trying things for three days (laughs) and then when you aren't receiving the -hmm. results you're like oh well something must be wrong and i saw on instagram that if i'm you know, yeah. like if I'm not losing X amount of pounds and or if I'm right. not getting pregnant <clears throat> in this amount of time, something might be wrong and I might need right. do this and this and blah, blah, blah. And um, but it's like you the the place where you would start mm-hmm. with all of those things is simple. Yeah. Now there's plenty of there's plenty of room for genetic testing, going to the doctor to see if something else is happening. But I think what we're talking about Mm -hmm. is skipping the simple and going straight. Immediately complex. Right. Immediately complicating everything. And I think that that Mm -hmm. is a symptom of uh, not wanting to engage Mm -hmm. in the simple, which while we're calling them the simple, there is a, there's a complexity there because accomplishing the simple requires wisdom and discipline Mm -hmm. over time. Yeah.
1: Um, I, this is something I just can't get away from is when is thinking about, I think about Charles Spurgeon and I think about how he suffered. He was, I mean, he was horribly depressed, right? The man lived in a very dark, damp place that rained a lot he was not physically healthy and i'm pretty sure he was bent over a desk many many hours a day in dark rooms
0: or or traveling in uncomfortable like eating whatever was available sitting however was available i just can't
1: help but wonder if charles spurgeon (laughs) got to see the sunlight and (laughs) took ten thousand steps a day and ate and had more vitamin D like now he might've still been depressed, but you hear about how incredibly overworked he was right? and how poor his health was. And if you want a recipe for depression, be really unhealthy and overworked. I mean, you're going to be it. So, so sometimes, and, and I was thinking about this when, um, man, I just was spending hours and hours a day trying to help, ransom sleep and i'm like i'm like in a dark room and i haven't eaten a lot and i haven't gone outside and i can feel the sadness creeping in and i'm like completely aware i'm completely aware that if i could go for a walk get some sunlight eat a meal um take a nap i'm not going to feel this way and so a lot but a lot of times we jump straight to the ssri yeah When what we should probably try first is eating, being hydrated, being in fellowship, seeing some sunlight, taking a nap, you know, just these very simple. Well, that the physical (laughs) example
0: is a great example because we do this, too, with even just even just in terms of like weight loss becoming healthier Mm -hmm. Um, instead of just eating less (laughs) or eating better quality food. Yeah. And being more mobile. Uh-huh. And I don't mean even necessarily going to the gym. Sure. I mean, walking to the park and playing with your kids while you're there. I mean, sitting on the floor. Yeah. Did you know, yeah. uh, if you have not sat on the floor and played with your kids for a while, yeah. you are going to get, you're going to activate all kinds of muscle groups that you have not, you don't, that you didn't activate while you were sitting on your couch. Yeah. Um, and, and, But, And trust me, I understand. I always like, I had this moment the other night where I was like, do I come across as too abrasive on the show or in person? Because I always say you and like this. And I, what I realized is that's how I talk to myself. Mm. So when I'm doing that, if it feels like I'm like a little too like poking my finger in your face, like that's how I talk to me. Yeah. That's like, that's how I get real with me. Mm -hmm. Like I say, Hey, you yeah like stop it yeah stop mm-hmm. um you're the problem please just say that we, oh my goodness everyone <laughs> needs to say that to themselves more
1: yeah
0: yeah it's true look that's just the case that's just the truth and i don't mean in a self-deprecating way right like oh, oh woe is me i'm such a like loser and failure at life i just mean like take responsibility. a lot of times you are the
1: problem take responsibility um, yeah.
0: and you know it's some, in this instance it's the same thing and i'm not saying again with weight loss if it doesn't mean that there aren't other extenuating things it doesn't mean that we're not different genetically yeah. it doesn't like you know if a person with of irish descent eats potatoes i'm sure it's f- falls much differently on the body than someone <laughs> from africa like it just it's just is what it is. I get it. But the, but if you are jumping to, yep. well, I have this marker on my blah, 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 blah. And that's keeping me. And no. it's like, but you also can't. You're also, um, you can't go longer than three days without getting into your pantry at, at 11 p.m. and eating, eating a bunch cookies. of chips. <laughs> right. Like, I don't like you're you're missing something. Right. You're, you're not being honest it. with yourself. And yeah, right. There is a. Your and this is like just been the theme of my life for I I don't know eight months or something like that, but like a delusion. Mm. You're not living in reality. Yeah, you are. You are tricking yourself. You you don't want to face it and you don't want to be honest. And so what you're doing is you're telling yourself that there are ten different reasons why maybe maybe this is happening. Right. Um, but you're neglecting the simple the answer which is
1: likely which is likely the answer. Right.
0: And and again, just to be super clear, I am I'm not against genetic testing, I'm not against eating for your like for your particular genetics, I'm not against seeing nutritionists, I'm not against any of that. Right. But what I'm saying is that you won't you won't be able to accomplish mm-hmm. certain things if you are jumping over steps one through five right and tra- which is
1: for have you been consistent for any serious amount of time
0: right. e- well and it indi- what it indicates is that you don't want to be consistent mm-hmm. what you actually what you want the result you want the hard complicated thing that you can't achieve because you feel like you can't achieve it and you you are fulfilling your you own prophecy you won't be at fault <laughs> right Um, and, and we just, I mean, this is, I feel like this is just, I don't know, maybe this indicates, it's funny when you said that people were listening to like our entire catalog of stuff. I'm like, I bet I could, that would be a very interesting way to like walk through my sanctification for the last whatever, six, seven years and, um, and be like, wow, I can really tell, oh yeah, I remember I remember when I was learning that (laughs) and uh, and I like I said I feel like for the past eight months it has become so clear to me Uh, like I'm not trying to be insulting I'm there I'm with you how easy Mm -hmm. it is to live in that false reality Mm -hmm. where you're you don't have to be accountable Mm -hmm. you're not responsible Mm -hmm. um and there's some sort of extenuating circumstance that is keeping you Mm -hmm. from doing what you need to do um and just so you know uh you will have to you know i don't know you who are, are listening to this and you'll have to do some of your own thinking right um but at the root of a lot of that stuff that we jump all the simple things is sin. And yeah. if you're a Christian, yeah. you're not supposed to love sin. Mm-hmm. And you're not supposed to love lying to yourself mm-hmm. so that you can continue in sin.
1: Well, that's kind of what we we're talking about last week of just like, I think what a lot of people tend to do. I think why it's popular to self-diagnose or to find out that, you know... It's not that I'm undisciplined. It's that I have a special neurological difference. Right. It's not that I overeat. It's that my genetics are... Well, and sometimes it's it's not, not even
0: as cohesive as that. Sometimes it's like, it's not that I'm... It's not that I'm lacking in discipline when it comes to eating. It's that I don't have time to go to the gym because I have four kids. And it's like, wait, what does that mean? What do you like? What is
1: then how do you have time to do what all is, that eating? What
0: is the correlation? <laughs> yes. What is the correlation between you having four kids like what you not being disciplined and like, so are you saying that, like, you became less disciplined as, as you had, had four more, children? More children, yeah. Like, is that what happens? Yeah. Um, no. No, that's, that's not. That happens. does
1: happen, but that's not. That's not what ought to happen. Right, right. Yeah. So I just think, I think that the, I think simple faithfulness is, and keeping it simple is severely underrated. Whenever you're attempting to reach any goal. Or you want to do anything good. I think a lot of people, they do that thing where it's like, no, here's how it's actually so complicated. Here's 10 reasons why I can't do it. But I think if you're serious, if there's a goal you really want to reach, then the simple daily faithfulnesses are what you have to dig into. You absolutely have to, if you want to be spiritually healthy, you have to daily be in prayer that is a simple faithfulness right whose return on investment is massive can you imagine a world full of christians who are daily in the word and daily in prayer that is a massive simple faithfulness that has the return on investment that you want right. you think you know, people I've I've had people be like, "Oh, what's it like to have your your dad? He's a super Christian." And I'm like, "No, he's a simply daily faithful Christian." Right. And if you want a big impact on your health, I absolutely believe if you are simply daily faithful in the small things, then it will have a huge impact. A lot of people have bad health because they simply daily are unfaithful. It wasn't you didn't have a piece of cake once and got unhealthy. You had a piece of cake every day for years and got unhealthy, right? Your teeth, this is, this is the same example with your teeth. If you forgot to brush your teeth today, they are not going to fall out tomorrow. If you didn't brush your teeth every day for several years, they might fall out tomorrow. Right. But it's the simple daily faithfulnesses and, and really being good at those little things that makes the difference over time yeah and that's i don't know why but bread has just shown me that lately and having a baby has shown like really put all this on my mind lately um i really learned it in the gym with our friend the simple daily this movement over and over, yeah and over and over and and God likes repetition and I was thinking about this as I was reading Ecclesiastes was just the daily yeah over and over. Our Lord he gives us sunrises and sunsets every single mm-hmm. day, over and over, the same thing and we are to plod, I think on in that same fashion of the simple, daily faithfulness and we are to get really good at that right and you can know by just opening your eyes looking in the mirror and looking around you and seeing this is what i need to be simply faithful in and doing that simple stuff really will give you the return that you're looking for when you're going for the complex stuff. I think a lot of people put their hope in, well, if I figure out this diagnosis and if I figure out this genetic thing, and if I figure out this spiritual thing, and if I learn this doctrine, no stop Mm -hmm. before you go there. Have you tried the simple daily faithfulness of reading the word and being in prayer of actually carrying what you eat, not eating junk. I mean, on all of these things, it's this, if you want that massive return on investment, you want someone to say of you, that's a super Christian. You want someone to say of you, wow, she's in good health. Wow. She's good with her kids. It's going to be the simple right. daily faithfulnesses over and over the same motion over and over and over. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, the, I'm
0: sensing this will be a theme, but even just, um, it all starts with the ability to honestly mm. look at yourself and to be honest and to say that, like, if I've had a, a, a weight loss goal of 50 pounds for four years and I have not done it. Right. I have to
1: be honest.
0: You have to be honest and ask yourself.
1: Have I been doing it? Do you want
0: it? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is what you want to engage in what you are engaging now some things obviously i would disagree in, the, in terms of health i think we are meant to steward our health uh that does look different for everyone um but there is sort of a little baseline there's a window right that we're looking to be in <laughs> um if you've been pregnant for the last four years <laughs> <laughs> right. well yeah and that yeah right um well and that's that's what i'm that's where i'm getting which is that do you, is this really a goal for you? Mm. Is this something that you need to be doing? Um, Cause if you've been wanting to do it for four years and you haven't done it, maybe you don't want to do it. Yeah. Um. Which can either mean that can either be a really bad thing. Like if it's sin related and you don't want to kill that sin, then that's where you, you need yeah. fellowship. You need discipleship. Mm-hmm. You need accountability. Mm-hmm. Y- There's a lot of things you need. And if you're in a good church, they're available to you. Mm -hmm. Um, There are also things that are not sin issues. And you might just be like traumatizing yourself by you've convinced yourself. I
1: need to do this. That you
0: want to do this thing.
1: But you don't. But you
0: don't. (laughs) And and you're not going to be released from that. Until you, until can, be you honest. can be honest with yourself <laughs> yeah. and you're not going to kill your sin until you can be honest mm-hmm. with yourself. If you continue to create the false mm-hmm. reality, if you continue to engage in delusion, yep. you will not see it. No, you will not see what you're doing and you will comp. You will live a complicated life.
1: Yes. And just don't do it. Just get good at what's in front of you and what you should be doing. Yeah. And invest in that it's the simple stuff you guys. Okay, I'm just going to do this. Truly. Oh, yeah. of the week Tell me that yeah. really quickly. Yes, yes, um yes. I'm going to ensure right now that I never get a book deal with Crossway. Um so <laughs> Crossway published this article by Rebecca McLaughlin and she had this little aside and it says what about feminism? And she said some people think that Christianity is against feminism. It is. Which is defined as Oh, no.
0: She, okay. I can already tell the definition is going to be
1: the advocacy wrong. of women's rights on the basis of the equality of sexes. But as we have seen, Christianity was actually the reason people started to think that women were equal to men. In fact, many of the first modern feminists were Christians. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, we have spent hours talking about the first feminists. If you I'm not where I can't fit all that in right now, but I am nominating Crossway as Feminist of the Week for publishing such a dishonest. I mean, how about we say how about we say feminism came from Christianity, which it did not.
0: Why wouldn't we just use Christianity?
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But also. But
0: here's the thing if feminism did not come from Christianity, that's why it has to be its own separate category.
1: Thank you. But also, how about we define feminism as something that nobody could argue against in the first place? The total. Oh, oh, it's just the belief that men and women are equal. Let's define feminism as that so that no one can possibly oppose what we're saying. And then just throw in there at the end that many of the first modern feminists were Christians. I just want to say when feminism began, everybody said they were a Christian. It doesn't like you just you were a Christian. No one said no one was like, God doesn't exist. That wasn't a thing. Um they were also against abortion. Oh, but, you wow. Know, a okay. lot of Christians are okay with that today. Anyway, <laughs> this article was such a trip. It was such a mess. Um, if you are confused and you think that many of the first feminists were Christians, Joy and I have hours and hours of content available for you they were at geologians.com. In name only. Um and they actually hated their families hated their families hated motherhood needed to free women Oh, some of them were pastors don't tell me they were christians anyway well um Mm. if you have made it this far in the episode (laughs) drop a boot in the comment section the boot emoji um the boot boot because i would like to give this article the boot (laughs) um if you agree with me that this Crossway is the Feminist of the Week. Or maybe, I guess, Rebecca McLaughlin. (laughs) Wow. No book deals coming my way. Um, Drop a boot. from them, anyway. (laughs) And you can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. And hopefully, we'll see you next week. See ya.